9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening. Oceaga is coming back to Montreal August 4th to 6th, 2023. That's this year. And as always, Sarah and I are going to do a podcast series uh, celebrating the non-headliner acts of Oceaga. Sure, the headliners like Rufus Dussault, Billie Eilish, and Kendrick Lamar are great, but we're going to be ignoring them, and actually we're going to be ignoring the entire top line of each lineup each day. Uh, not because they're not great, but because we think there's amazing bands that uh, we want to share with you. Uh, we're going to be sharing 10 bands a day that we think are worth your while to try to convince you to get to Oshiaga as early as possible and check out all these bands. Uh, maybe you're going to make like your summer playlist based on this podcast, uh, or, or not. I mean, whatever. Uh, see you at Oshiaga. We're going to be doing these every two weeks, guys. Bye. What's up, Sarah? Hang on, wait. Hey, wait. Yeah, ready, go, go, it's go. the last episode. Go. One, two, three. <sighs> no, we don't. We both did that. We don't drink too much. What? This is soda. You drink too much. Um, Topo Chico, hit us up if you want to sponsor us. I know you're on a big advertising boom. Yeah, Topo Chico. It's a delicious hard seltzer. Uh, Strawberry guava, delicious. Sarah says it's a White Claw killer. Yeah, I don't like White Claw. Yeah, she's like, it's better than White Claw, better than Vizzy. It's almost as good as Oschlag. Uh-huh. But I think this is cheaper. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. Anyway, but this one actually tells you how many uh, grams of sugar, whereas okay, Oschlag so doesn't. I didn't want to talk about it last episode. Tell me. Um, But I do want to mention, because it will, it will have happened by the time this episode comes out. And we can't talk about it because we're recording everything out of order, so time is... Um, Time's a flat circle. Time's a flat circle. I didn't want hate mail, but Sarah and I went to go see Foo Fighters at Verdun Auditorium. Yep. So went to. Yeah, exactly. Not going to. Yes. In two days. Yes. Tomorrow. In real Saturday. life. Tomorrow in real life. Tomorrow in real life. Yes. Oh fuck. <laughs> Today's Sunday. Yes. We're recording on a Sunday afternoon. That's right, because the weather's kind of. In kinda... July, I yeah. was gonna say June. <laughs> nope. No, because the weather's kind of crappy so that means we're recording this podcast because yep. uh, yeah as 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 always happens with this show it's easy to record in like may and even kind of in june but then when july like clicks around you're like oh man but i don't want to waste my summer sitting inside recording a podcast yeah so recording these things it gets tricky but now yeah. it's a crummy day so so we got lucky all right sunday sunday, sunday oshiaga's almost over and which means oshiaga's almost about to happen oh shit and the, that's how time works Oshiaga is coming to a place near you called Montreal. Parc Saint Drapeau. Uh, big thanks to anyone who's been listening to the show since May. And yeah, we always I got, we always see like the uptick in uh, in downloads and stuff coming in through July. But I love the people that are like like us absolute sickos who are like yeah let's start getting hyped for Oshiaga in spring. Yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> we didn't make our daily our daily schedule yet. We're waiting. We were gonna do it yeah. with our friends, but now we gotta like we can't do it. We gotta like. There's combine. a lot of a lot of conflicts. Obviously, yeah. we do the show. We record There's the podcast. Conflicts. Yeah, exactly. We record the podcast within like a vacuum, ignoring conflicts because we just decide who we would like to see. Yeah. And then sometimes we plan in advance. Sometimes we make. Because sometimes it changes our mind too. So I will say. You know, sometimes it changes. It changes. So last year, we were talking about this uh, yesterday, 
we missed glass animals even though we wanted to see glass animals. And it was, I think, for a pretty good reason. So we walked. It was a very good reason. Well, exactly. But like, this is a thing that can happen at a music festival. We walked by Apache because I was like, I'd like to just check out and see what he's doing because I do enjoy weird, over-the-top, like, electronic music with a lot of, like, swords clashing and, like, epic sounds. And so we walked by the electronic stage and he has, like, actual, like, a, a full horn section with him. Yeah up on the island stage and we were like oh this is we're like this is pretty cool this is pretty cool so we watched about half of that and then we knew there was going to be a bit of a a a human press on wet leg because wet leg was at the tree stage r.i.p so then we huffed over to wet leg so we missed glass animals so then as that happens even though glass animals started off as probably we're like we're going to start watching glass animals and then move over to wet leg we never made no. it to Glass Animals because Apache was good. If you walk by something and it's good, sometimes just let it go. Yeah. Sometimes if you're having a good time in front of whatever just stage you are. embrace the good time. Yeah. If you're having fun wherever you are, don't worry about missing whatever, something else. I mean, like, uh, and obviously, we pick a couple bands that are like, we're like, these are can't miss. Yeah. And sometimes they're not together. And there you go. Keith and I split up all the time. Sometimes. And sometimes we find each other. Sometimes we don't. <laughs> yep. Let's kick it off. Kicking it off mellow. So different vibe because I had to group mine. As you know, I do vibes, right? Okay. Like this is not how I normally would like, I would try to go like more up. I think like we're like, I don't know, whatever. Anyway, my vibe is, um, has changed. It's okay. more now. Um, well, I'll go through the bands and then you guys you will understand. Sarah's vibe is a lot chiller than my vibe today. Yeah. So my, my, vibe my vibes no are pretty chill. chill. Um, Julia Jacqueline. Mm-hmm. I decided to start with her because this is like a lot of people know who she is already. She's like blowing the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Um, big picks from our Oceaga friend Ev. Yeah, big picks. This is like a must this is one see. of her can't miss. Yeah, for can't sure. miss. She's mm-hmm. like best album of the year. Um, anyway, so I look. I, I was like, okay, let me let me try to understand what the hype is all about, and I really get it now. Okay. So yeah, she's indie, but like. The way that she has approached it is a little bit different. Okay. So that's why I think it was really cool. Um, and she challenges herself also. So her last album, uh, Crushing, she basically like did a shit ton of guitar. She toured it a bunch because that was the one that was blowing up. She was crushing it. She was crushing it. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and it was like very on the indie, like emotional side of things. Mm-hmm. Um. It took a lot out of her. So, like, and then the pandemic happened. So, she was, like, completely burned out. And she's mm-hmm. like, fuck this shit. I can't do this. So, her next album, she just, was like, was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to book studio time in three months from today. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to record I hope it. I hope I have songs ready. Does Dead- deadlines, baby. They work. Yeah, they do work. <laughs> um, she actually uh, recorded it. In Montreal, which mm-hmm. I thought was really cool. So welcome pre- back, Julia. Yeah, <laughs> pre pressure. Pre pressure, pandemic. I want to say maybe. No, no, it's not though. So oh. here's the thing. Pre pressure. Why would you write that note? Pleasure. Pre pleasure. Pre pleasure. Okay. Sorry, my L looks like a C, and then I just like didn't understand. So I was like, is that an R? Like once again, Sarah's notes are the rambling ramblings of a serial music fan yeah sorry pre-pleasure pre-pleasure Got for it. everyone else that's like freaking the fuck yeah, they're out like, don't you know the album no i don't read 
I just listen. Anyway, so she recorded here. She also got a Canadian composer, Mm -hmm. um, Owen Pallet, on the album. Who you may know formerly as Final Fantasy. Yes. Yes, I know. Owen Pallet's a pretty big deal. Okay, I didn't know. I mean, I'm telling you, first of all, we've seen him live. <laughs> Second of all, he's like an incredible Canadian composer. Listen, I don't know names. Okay. okay, Keith? He poops clouds. I'm actually the worst. I don't know why you keep making me do this. I just embarrass myself the entire time. Yes. Um. He did that. Uh, by the way, that's the name of Owen Pallet's album is He Poops Clouds. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I wasn't, just, I wasn't just dropping. I thought you were just being cute. No, he's cute, too, because his album is called He Poops Clouds. Uh, but anyway, mm-hmm. so what's different is, like, because, like, the other one was very indie, like, guitar-heavy. Mm-hmm. So she tried um, going out of her comfort zone and, and also doing it more, like, lighthearted. She wanted it to be, like, something more fun. Okay. And not so, like, thought and emotional provoking. Mm-hmm. So... On this album, she, she switches to piano. Okay. Um, she was also like, I never want to see another guitar in my life after touring um, the last album. But obviously, it's like she's being probably dramatic. It's just like, it's a lot, you know. Um, so, yeah, that's that's what I thought was really cool about that. But she really just wants the pre-pleasure album for you to feel joy and mm-hmm. not to feel super emotional and to feel that lighthearted. So it's like the opposite of a pandemic album, even though it was made in the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, most of her music is like love, friendship, future, family, like just stories. She's good. I like she's good. her. She's good. You know, she's great. She's good. She's great. Um, yeah, she's cool. Like she also realized her audience completely changed um, through – touring mm-hmm. um she was like doing a lot of cool instagram posts and that got her like some more uh, traction and fans and then yeah her audience changed they're a little bit younger and she's like you know what let's let's go feeling good yeah let's feel joy let's, let's, let's go feeling it, good. let's let's feel joy okay um, so anyway i had it up in front of me what song are we listening to sarah do you know no i wrote this like four days ago <laughs> Um, it is called Be Careful With Yourself. Oh, yeah. All right, here it is. Sarah's always so peeling back the curtain on how this goes is we always have a brief debate as to who's gonna speak first after the song. And Sarah's like, But you always do it. Okay, go. And just <laughs> and just waved her hand at me <laughs> to start recording. <laughs> uh yeah. But when I said okay, go, I meant like I'll come back. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so psych out, you did that to yourself. Julia Jacqueline, by the way, mm-hmm. was in um teal. Like like a, no, like an aqua. Okay. I forgot to say what my last one was with sex. Uh, sorry, cigarettes after sex. It was blue. Uh, and she's talking about the 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 color of the weird 
digital pen that she's using when she takes notes. She'd yeah. be like, Julia Jacqueline is teal. Like, no, that's, she's dressed in a, like a red burgundy dress in this video. <laughs> she's teal, Keith. Clearly, mm -hmm. she's teal. Okay, I'll so post my notes for everyone to try to read. No, I won't do that ever. Don't do it. Um, <laughs> I don't want you to go into an abyss. <laughs> you don't need, don't go there. Okay, um, so my next pick. Yes. About as big of a vibe change as you could possibly get. Uh, oh, you wait till my next pick. No. Well, let's go. No, you want to you wanna fight on this vibe change? Yeah, I went with Palada. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to change your vibe. You're, just, just, you're going to swing the whole vibe back around. Uh, so I went off the board uh, with this. So we talked about it a little bit in a couple of episodes ago. Uh, pro like We started recording this uh, on the initial lineup launch. So th to get uh, a little bit of the behind the scenes of just the entire festival, if you've looked at the map, you know that the festival is in another configuration this year. So there is no tree stage. And there's even been statements that based on the whole thing that they're going back and forth with Montreal, they were like, with the configuration and the land that they've been given from the city, it's not just a booking thing, booking less bands. They're like, we don't know how to position six stages where the sound is not going to bleed into each, each other. other. Yeah. yeah. So they're like, they're like, we have like a physical constraint of how big we can make the stages and where the stages can be. Uh, so anyway, so they found, I guess, I, I, what I think is kind of like a cool little compromise at least while they get this worked out, is they added uh, a backyard session stage and booked a bunch of like local... Which everybody already knows because they've been listening. Correct. And I was like, we had already been doing so much of our research that I was like, oh man, I hope I can find a way to like throw a backyard session stage artist into the show because we had already been like researching all of the main lineup and this got there. So uh, obviously like we had already recorded all of our Friday episodes before. I think we were in the middle of recording Saturday yeah, be we were. before they announced the lineup. So I was like, it's Sunday. I have a little bit of lead time. I'm going to grab a backyard sessions artist from Sunday. So that's how we landed. But this is also our favorite back, uh, backyard This is session. definitely, this is, exactly. They're awesome. They're amazing. They're the best. It's Pilata. Uh, if you, to the vibe is insane. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I, I don't, I don't want to. Exactly. It's like, it's, it's pretty intense. Uh, it gives, like. It makes you, it makes your blood feel alive. Yeah. Warm. It, like. I'm, I'm jumping in in yours now. Yeah. It kind of has like, like teenage bad girl vibes. Uh, I mean, I would, it's. <laughs> For those who are old enough to know. To know teenage bad girls, it a <laughs> little bit of like obviously, like they the band exists. Like it gives off a bit of Crystal Castles vibe. Like I know they're yeah. not they're not a they're not a band that we listen to anymore for a variety of reasons. But it's still like it's like you kind of have that like that hard electro with like a really intense singer, singer. Yeah. just kind of giving it like a hundred and fifty percent energy. Uh, it's uh, it's. It's completely crazy. Um, so obviously, we had to pick a song um, for for them, and but I want to do say that if you like the vibe of the song yes. that I'm saying, there's video of a boiler room set in Barcelona of like an entire like hour long set. So of if theirs. you're having a party, just put it on. Yes, is if, what we're saying. <laughs> if, if you if you want if you want to do that exactly, so I'm just saying like I would like if you like the sound of this track. Uh, really really check out the uh the boiler room set um so yeah so they where am i skimming through yeah they released their debut also yeah they sing entirely in uh spanish even though they're from montreal um and a big part of that is because chris vargas says that there's just too much media that's available in english anyway so 
<laughs> she's like, she's like, I whatever. We can just you know add to. We've had a lot of um, non-English. Spanish. Yeah, no, well, I was gonna say Spanish. But also Latino. just non non-English. Latino. Yeah. Latina. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's Tobias Rockman and Chris Vargas. Who are they uh, from Montreal? They got. Mixmag included them in a best albums of the decade list for Movimiento para Cambio. Damn. Honestly, though, it's really good. Yeah, that's like, it. I want to go and see them. Mm-hmm. So there better not be a clash. Yeah. Because I'm a little worried. But anyway, we're going to They're defined see as a punk-informed, revolution-minded that's dance duo from Montreal. That's what I would have said. I, I'm surprised you didn't say, call them punk at all. They are. Uh, electropunk. Electropunk. Yeah. I mean, I, well, I just said Crystal Castles and Teenage Bad Girl. I think electropunk may be in... Yeah, but like you have to know those. Anyway. Um. So yeah. So. Let's get the adrenaline up. Bright rave synths, palpitating Latin percussive rhythms, atmospheric trance. Palpitating. That's a good one. Palpitating. Exactly. See, that's what I was trying to say. It makes your blood go, is what I said. <laughs> yeah, and if you don't, if you don't speak Spanish, which I am not extremely uh, fluent. Just say so you're not. I, I can pick up some words. I'm like, oh, she said revolución. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like the themes are often like, like there's entire songs about like patriarchal oppression, like surveillance, big brother style stuff, climate catastrophes. Like, it's like, this is all like straight up revolution music. Um, Chris Vargas has, I think like even amped it up visually. Like if you look at some of the earlier footage of her, uh, she just had, you know, like still went crazy and stuff, but like now she has like a completely shaved head with like just the, the, that hairstyle with like just the two like slick down bangs no not bangs yeah, what, what, what bangs. are they but like it's two that come yeah but part. that's a bang i thought bang was across the front i guess bangs no bangs are anything in the front anyway so she's even like amped it up i think visually to really like lean into that like punk aesthetic and stuff uh yeah they played mutech obviously uh in 2017 um they also do like live production so there's like no computers on stage uh, really? At least, at least as of like 2018, 2019, maybe they're they've gone consistent. I don't know, but at least from what I was reading, there's no computer, so it's like real live electronic production uh, that they're doing. That's uh, awesome. And obviously, Vargas is like mostly mostly shouting, <laughs> and but like sometimes there's like singing. Um, what else do I have to say? Anything else? Uh, oh yeah, they do they do say, and they're. They've ta- they talked about it because they played, um, uh, I think, like an outdoor stage at Mutech also. Yeah. They do say that, like, p- and you can kind of hear it right away in their sound. And I'm sure, like, they- they've probably gotten a little more used to it as they've kind of grown up. But they were like, it was really, really weird for us to play during the day because they were like, oh, like, we exist at night. Yeah, they're <laughs> they, they are a night band, but, yeah. like, fuck it. I think we also may have seen them. I, I, I was really thinking. They really sound familiar. They sound familiar. Remember that basement warehouse thing where there yeah. was like we're like oh man and it was just like it was literally it was as i was like it was this kind of a vibe and there was the female singer that was just going berserk and i think she was singing spanish i was like that must have been palada like before like we're talking almost like like 10 years ago yeah. right you know what yeah i'll tell you when i see because like i saw that you did them so i didn't look up anything yeah so i'll tell you when i see a music video yeah <coughs> um, what are we listening to? Yeah, so also, and what's, su- what's super weird too now. is like one of the reasons why okay, she goes. No. One of the reasons why she goes so crazy though is that she was sort of like, oh man, I was shy. So she's like, I don't think I could be. 
I don't think I could probably do like sleep with someone like Julia Jacqueline is up there because she's like, I'm really shy. Of, like, oh, no, I would never. I would do more what she's yeah, Exactly. Saying. She's like, I just, you know, don't warm up the crowd and just launch right into it and just go screaming. And then it's like, I kind of forget about the crowd because I'm going nuts. But like a quiet, she's like, like no. The that, intimate thing is like, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that takes a lot of balls. Yeah, she's like, I'm she's like, I'm really, really shy. So I just go out there and just go nuts because it's an easier thing. Uh, so we're going to p- listen to uh, Desataro. Um, and it's gonna blow your brains out right now. Did see them. Yeah, and when we say we saw them, we're like we're talking about like 2013, <laughs> yeah, probably, like, like yeah. at, a, at a at a weird basement warehouse party. And if it wasn't them, then they had a similar vibe. It's too too similar to too not. Similar. Anyway, I think there's going to be a little cluster of people just having a great time in the middle of the day around Pilata, and anyone who walks by, Fuck I yeah. feel might get like sucked into their vortex yeah, that, of energy. That that gets like. Again, you have the adrenaline pumping. So now that you have your adrenaline pumping, I'm going to fucking ruin your life. Oh, no. By talking about heart-wrenching music by Tom O'Dell. Mm. So. This is one, Tom O'Dell, one of your favorite songs ever. Yeah, a lot of people's favorite songs ever. Okay. Okay. So there's more to it, okay? All right, I'm ready. So listen. All right. I'm not even going to go to the fact that, you know, he's an English songwriter, singer, pianist. Mm-hmm. All right. There. Okay. So you're not going to go into it. So you just said it. Not no going to go into okay. it. Just went into it <laughs> for no reason because I had notes. Um, I thought it was just going to be funny to say that. Way. Okay. Uh, anyway. So everyone knows who Tom O'Dell is, even if you don't know, okay. because of the song Another Love. Yes. All right? So All my tears have he been had a up. huge resurgence on TikTok because of this song. Obviously. This is why he fucking blew the fuck up again. Okay. And it's because it was a protest song, mm-hmm. um, wi- and it was used for humanitarian rights mm-hmm. and women rights um, for uh, an Iranian woman who is... Um, who was arrested and died in jail. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Everybody knows what this is. It's super heart-wrenching. All of his music is basically like, please stick a dagger in me and twist it. But like a beautiful that, dagger. But that's exactly how it feels. Um, but, yeah. It's a beautiful dagger. It's not something that like you're like, oh, cut my ears off. No, you want to yeah. listen to it. It just it mm-hmm. feels like there's a knife. And it twisted, and you're just like, oh! It's like the, it's like the soundtrack of romantic tragedy. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, that's the only way I can describe it because mm-hmm. it's pretty intense. So, yay! Um, he has two albums, I think. Listen, there's the link between Palada and Tom O'Dell is protest music. Yep. We that's did why it. I didn't say. That's why I changed my mind. I was like, oh shit, because yeah. it's not really changing the vibe mm-hmm. too much. Okay. <clears throat> anyway, so he self-produced his last album, mm-hmm. 
Um, and the best day of my life, the reason why he uses that title is because he thought it was going to be more powerful than saying the worst day of my life. Mm-hmm. And I, like, totally get that. And I think, like, yeah, like, Milk and Bone has one. It was, like, worst year of my life or something like mm-hmm. that that I was listening to the other day. And I was like, yeah, it does have more power saying it's the best day of my life. And you're just like, oh, at every point in every lyric. So, yeah, Tom O'Dell is this beautiful artist who has beautiful like piano sounds and just an incredible voice and knows how to get deep down into your soul Mm -hmm. um, and make you feel even when like you're not feeling heartbreak, Mm -hmm. but yeah, gorgeous, gorgeous Gorgeous. music. (laughs) Um, Do you want to, is that it? Do you want to talk about the track? At all that you no, put you're, you're gonna go. Okay, well, I mean, the song that we have is apparently our dog getting. So listen. So here, if you hear I'll, a dog I'll, barking, I'll right explain now. what happened. We listened to Palata, and, <laughs> and our, our dog. dog got real riled hyped up, up. Yeah. And now she like wants to fight. Yeah. Uh, she got hyped. Hopefully, up. hopefully Tom O'Dell is going to uh, calm her down. Calm her down. Or she's gonna full on rage. Who knows? Uh, this song is called Butterflies, featuring Aurora. I feel butterflies. I'm gonna love you till the day I die. When you call me, you call me like a night. You don't know it, but you saved my so sad now sarah i'm sorry why'd you do it but zelda also because seems so to have maybe calm down i know it is beautiful honestly like hey I you want to go I, just, I don't like to hug but i want to give him a hug listen man just and i want him to hug me you go to tom odell uh you see the middle of just everybody can just go out there and have a good cry it's a big old group cry honestly <laughs> i feel like it will be so euphoric like everyone has been like i fucking hate everything everything is not worth it no that's just you sucks oh okay whatever but, like, then you listen to this, and you're like, yeah. Anyway, that's it. What I, we, let's change the mood. We, it's gonna be let's a, stop talking about <laughs> the sadness this is gonna of be a, humanity. This is a weird pick. I really – okay, so I'll go – I'll take a look at the list. <laughs> I've been floating floating around uh, a bunch of bands to make my last pick. This was literally – this artist was the last one that I, like, locked in on. Uh, I like Biba Doobie. I like The Driver's Era. I like Armani White. Uh, I like Japanese Breakfast, although that might yeah. be on Saturday. Oh, I thought it's true. Yeah. Exactly. So there's like a lot of things. And I don't know why. I was just listening to the, the Sunday mix that we had prepared. And I was like, you know what? We rarely do, in my opinion, like kind of like heavy mainstream jams. Yeah. Like, I mean, we, we, we kind of do, do that to ourselves. We, we rule out the headliners. But uh, I picked Dom Dalla because I love Australians. <laughs> Just another Australian. No, but it's like Dom Dalla is like straight up like 
uh, like techno house, future house, like like dance music. Okay, do you want to know something? Okay. I was like, why didn't we pick this when I was driving yesterday? Because I listen to the album when we're driving and I can't walk. So that's the only time that I listen to music is when I'm driving now. Mm-hmm. But Dom Dollar was on and I was like, fuck, this is really good. Why didn't we play this? He's a party, man. Yeah. And then I was like, I already did my research. So I was like, fuck this shit. And yeah. I'm not doing more. But anyway, continue. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't even tell Keith. Like, I didn't look at Keith. Keith just looks at mine and then he picks mm-hmm. uh yeah so like he said like big big club hits and whatever and we don't usually except like we don't usually pick no i know people with big club hits um so yeah the well you don't i do sure um so the it, why you might have no heard that i feel you definitely have heard of dom dalla if you're at all into dance music specifically for uh miracle maker um miracle maker is like a really big like throwback to like 90s rave yeah. house music and stuff uh and it was super funny which is why i thought you were gonna like sure. talk about which them. is like it's really funny because so dom and tiesto met at uh tomorrowland at one point and tiesto had to apologize to dom dalla because of the fact that he didn't play miracle maker in his set and the reason he didn't play miracle what? maker the reason and the, because he's like it was planned I planned to play Miracle Maker in my set. Yeah. But he's like, every other DJ had played it during their set at Tomorrowland already. And he was like, I'm not going to play it for the 10th time. Oh, shit. Because okay, he was so like, he cut it out. Yeah. So he's like, he was so big. Yeah. Every DJ's like, yeah, he's fuck like, yeah. He's like, everybody has, everybody dropped Miracle Maker into their set. And Tiesto was like, I was planning to. But he was like, I cut it because he was like, this will be like the 10th time the crowd at Tomorrowland hears it. Because like that's how much. And they would have all loved it. Sure. But like Tiesto was like, I don't want to be the like headliner being like, here's that song you've heard a million times all day. <laughs> which but I mean. fucking cool, Which man. is like I said, it's like a, it's like a, it's like it's a that's bummer. That's a huge compliment. But a big compliment. Yeah, yeah. That he was like, yo, this is for real. Yeah, exactly. That's it. So he was like. Because um, w- there's no reason for him to say that. Yeah, exactly. But he was just like, he's like, I mean to apologize because he's like, I really like your track was in my set list and I cut it because everybody was playing it all day. Like, so, um, but yeah, he does kind of go all over the place. I I say all over the place, basically sticks within house party club music, but like, but within that, he does have a pretty broad range. If you listen to his tracks, um, he also was talking about how, um, at one point he's a big, he got a really bad ear infection and he like temporarily, lucky he got it back temporarily lost hearing in his right ear. Oh man, that's like that other that DJ guy. The remember? movie? Well, uh, yeah, it's all gone Pete Tong. Yeah, it's all yeah, gone yeah, Pete Tong. Yeah, 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 that's fucking scary. Man. Yeah, he's like it was. The, he's like when he's like he completely and and he's actually has permanent tinnitus as a result of it. So he's like, I, I, like my, I know that feeling. He's like my hearing has come back, but he's like, it's I still have worst. tinnitus in both ears. Yeah. Oh, both ears. Yeah. Oh, that's even worse. Poor guy. Yeah, so he's like, there was permanent damage that was done to the yeah, hairs in the cochlear of his inner ear. And he's like, he's a big producer of like, strong advocate of hearing protection, especially for DJs. They're like, they're, they're doing it every night, man. That's crazy. Yeah. And he's like, and he's but like, he had an ear infection. Is different. He's, he's also like, he's like, hearing never gets better. And he has this quote that no, I was it like, doesn't. It but just I was, gets worse but I was time. like, this is the saddest oh quote ever, where he was like, the hearing you have right now is the best hearing you'll have for the rest of your life. Yeah. Because it only gets worse, no matter what, like, no matter what you're doing. Yeah, like, can like, we can we fix this? How do we not fix hearing that? aids and stuff? But like, but, but when still. it gets damaged, like like tinnitus is like a neurological thing. It's not even even if they repair your like 
cochlear whatever parts so, of your ear you can still have tinnitus because it's a neurological damage i didn't know that yeah yeah, yeah. like they can never well, fix tinnitus that's fun thank you mm -hmm. thanks for that Thanks, Thanks for that after Tom Hotel. <laughs> Thanks, Dumb Dollar, for really. Let, let's, let's go back to Tom Hotel for me for a minute. <laughs> yeah. Um, he also talks about like his philosophy when he's making music. So he says he he's like, I firmly believe that the really memorable songs uh, are written where someone can describe can describe a song to somebody else without having to play it for them. Which is like again, like it's a cool philosophy where he's like, if you can describe a track. Yeah. And it's, like, simple enough and, like, kind of at its core, you can, like, define its core well enough that you can describe it to somebody. And when you play it for them, you're like, oh, yeah, that's what you described. Yeah. As, you know what I mean? Like, it was, like, it's kind of, kind of interesting. So he's, like, he, again, he went back to Miracle Maker, which was, like, his big breakout song, where he was, like, he's, like, I like, I think Miracle Work Maker worked because you can explain it to anyone saying it's a big 90s rave song with a weird, quirky, pitched up vocal. Yeah. And he's like, and you're like, and you play it, you're like, okay, yeah, it is that, you know? Yeah. And he's like, and he's like, you don't need to be like a music, like critic to have those to words. What, yeah. You know, like, like, you literally just need to know, like, you've had to listen to the radio, period. Well, you would need to life. know what a big 90s rave song might sound. Yeah, <laughs> but like, <laughs> you know, like you, again, listening to any type of radio ever mm -hmm. in your life. Yeah, exactly. And then that's what he said. He's like, we, he's like, as musicians, we need to really be focused on like writing unforgettable songs because he's like, there's literally like millions of songs uploaded to Spotify every day. Oh my god! So he's like, unless your song is memorable, even if it's good, yeah, you're, it's gonna get like washed, washed away. A lot of artists were talking about that mm -hmm. actually. For the ones in in all the interviews I read for mm -hmm. the bands that we did this entire series. So yes, um, and also I mean I guess just for uh, he recently I think in like 2023. Uh, finally moved to LA and rented a house because he was like, I've essentially been living out of Airbnbs with a carry-on suitcase and a backpack since like 2016. He's like, holy fuck. He's like, other than the pandemic where I went back to Australia, he's like, I've just been like, I've, I've not been had, a nomad. He's like, I haven't had a fixed address because he's like, there's always like a party. There's always something. There's always this. There's always that. And he was like, mm -hmm. that's I just got to get out and hustle. Um, and then, and I, I picked this song. It's a brand new single. And the reason it also jumped out at me is um, it's with Nelly Furtado. What? That's right. That's amazing. She's amazing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just like weird, a weird <laughs> late era big house track from Nelly Furtado with Amdala. Which That's is, awesome. And it's called Eat Your Man. Nice. Yeah. Are you ready? Let's go. Bring up party vibes. Tom Adele took it down a notch. Tom Dahl is going to bring it up a notch. Awesome. Furtado. She's been around forever. We looked it up. I'm Like a Bird was 2000. It's 2023. And this is just making bangers. Yeah. With Dom Dollar. Yeah. So, yeah. That's it. If you're if you're Sunday uh, Oshiaga vibe, you're just like, I just want to party. Dom Dollar is, is going to bring the... 
Wow. Excuse me. I just burped and coughed at the same time. That's terrible audio. I think we should maybe not use that. If I, remember, use it. if I remember to edit it, I will. But if not, I'm sorry. Dumb Dollar will bring the party. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Burp. I literally looked at Keith and I just like stared <laughs> just, in horror. Sarah just stared at me, which made it worse because she just looked scared, <laughs> which then I was like trying to stifle a laugh. I'm usually pretty good at like avoiding burping and coughing into the mic. But no, Sarah just looked at me like she had just seen a car accident yeah, or something. And I did. Uh, all right, closing it off, Sarah. Who's your final pick? So that's not how I'm gonna. Uh, that's not how I'm gonna introduce this. Okay. Right, oh, okay. I'm, well, I, well. We've been talking about Oceaga. All right. For hours, six hours. Mm-hmm. Fuck. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <sighs> anyway, we've been talking about Oceaga, and how international and diverse every artist is this year compared to other years that we noticed okay and this artist is another diverse pick Mm -hmm. um and it opened up a lot of interest for me because i had no idea that ace and abby is canadian okay he's canadian indigenous from the oji i hope i said it right oji cree oji cree yeah um, the Sucker Clan of the Sandy Lake First Nations. Mm-hmm. He was born Evan Peng. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason why is because his mom wanted to avoid any indigenous racism that happens. Obviously, um, Canada is not great for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he grew up in the province of Ontario. That's where the Sandy Lake uh, First Nations clan is uh located and yeah it's like he he after he became an adult he's like you know what i'm gonna take back my grandfather's surname Mm -hmm. which is asanabi Mm -hmm. so his first album which is his current album uh waiting is um it came out watin watin sorry Mm -hmm. it's because i had too many letters here Mm because i also wrote November 4th, 2022 is when it came out. I don't know why I wrote the date. This is the the only date that I wrote. Yeah, it's the only date that I wrote. Well done, Sarah. You did it again. Woo! Um, Anyways, it's like in honor of his grandfather. So like the album art is his grandfather. It's self-titled. But yeah, what I found also really cool is that um, basically he got a little money. He submitted his music to the International Indigenous Music Summit. Mm -hmm. And then he got a deal. Oh, cool. So, like, all of this is, like, really quick, right? Like, we're talking about, like, last year. Yeah, well, well, I saw that he... And hold on. Well, I'm just going to say, if we're talking about last year with the timeline, uh, he only really started... Like, he'd been in bands and stuff, but he only really started working on his own music during the pandemic. Yep. So, like, hence why, obviously, whatever he was working on the pandemic came out in 2022 yeah like he had a day job he worked like i don't remember where but anyway it was like a mining thing um and then he got some money with bitcoin that's pretty much where it came from look at me remembering shit um (laughs) but here's the other thing that i found really interesting as well is that he was also the first indigenous canadian artist ever to top the first uh um to hit the number one alt rock chart in march 2023 Mm-hmm. So he's like, he got number one song. It's fucking wild. Yep. Love it. Love it. 
Um, so yeah, I, I when I was listening to Tsunami, I was like, "Fuck, this is so good!" I like could not stop listening to him, and basically, like, what caught me is like his voice and like the guitar picking, um, and his lyrics are really great as well. Mm-hmm. So the album itself, he says that it's like his present and past. Okay. Um, and that's like where it all comes from, and the interludes as well are are really powerful. I don't know, man. Like, I'm actually really excited. This one, like, Ace Tanavi on Sunday is like the biggest surprise for me. Okay. Honestly, that's why I wanted. I changed my order. Um, Keith didn't know, but okay. then I told him I changed the order, and then he's like, "Oh, you already gave me that order." I was like, "What? I'm so prepared." So, anyways. Also, just uh, can I have a little side note? Yeah. Sarah is so adorable that, like, she really, like, so, again, peeling back the curtain a little bit, uh, I just put together, like, a, a massive mix playlist. Not not of every song that every artist has done, but, like, I try to put most artists on, and I try to pick, like, their most recent album, the album they're most known for, and then a couple of the singles. So, we don't have, like, and each playlist has about, what, about 500 songs or so? Yeah. Even with that, I, but it's still, still a lot. Still not the entire discography of everything. So then I just be like, tell Sarah, hey, here's the, um, you know, here's the playlist. So she, again, peeling back the curtain. Sarah has not even looked at the Oshiaga <laughs> press material or the poster. <laughs> or no, any- I have not. <laughs> or anything. And she was just sort of like, she's like, oh, man, like, we really need to, like, figure out, like, Aisanabi and whatever else like that. I'm like, babe, he's playing so early. Like, it's like, she thought that he was, like, the biggest... Because she just knows that how much she enjoys the music. Yeah, <laughs> like, I she, thought he was so much bigger. And then I was like, oh, my God, it's only, like, one year. And he might be opening the stage, no I think. No fucking way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do I always choose the fucking openers? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get there at 2 o'clock, baby. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> I have to take photos and edit them and post them in the morning. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, but we're seeing Aisanabi. I'm yeah, really excited. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. Like, but she's like, she's like, Aisanabi's not a headliner, is he? And I was like, no, he's made music for like a year. Like, I literally so- asked three times, like, are you sure though? Aisanabi's he's not so a headliner. He's so good. He's so good. But yeah, no, I think this was my my pick. Actually, like, yeah, I I couldn't stop talking about him with my girlfriends this weekend. Mm-hmm. Like when I saw them, I was like, oh my god, I can't. I gotta tell you about it. Um. Anyway. Yeah, literally opening the mountain stage. I don't care, man. Two o'clock. Perfect. <laughs> He's going to sing everyone in, and they're all going to fall in love. That's right. Anyway, um, he has a new single. It's not on the album. Okay. It's Somebody Else is the the title. Mm-hmm. So we're going to listen to that one. Somebody Else. I'm ready. Happier in his arms in the television light. Does he speak to you? Say everything right. Does he know you? Like I know you like the right side of the bed When you come home late from your friends I've been warned Okay, so uh-huh. on top of all this, he has a Juno, I think. I, I think he was a Juno nominee. Nominee. Anyway, he did like a huge show recently mm-hmm. and he had an amazing beautiful outfit where it was covered in feathers and each feather was for one of the children that was impacted from oh my god i'm gonna the residential the residential schools um and the ones that have perished Mm -hmm. or you know what the ones that were murdered let's just say yes fuck that 
Yeah. Missing and murdered. Missing and murdered children from parish schools. He had a feather for each one of them. And I thought that was really beautiful. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if he's going to do the same thing because Montreal is another land that, or Quebec is another land that yeah. has a horrible history of this. So Well, all of Canada, Sarah. I don't think. Yeah, but like Quebec has a lot. Sure. It's just one of the oldest Canadian ones. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's a, it's an ugly stain on Canada's, all of Canada's history. Yeah, of course. And obviously, of course. And also know. like, we're not much better now. Like, Quebec as a whole is not much better now to indigenous Listen, we're not going to get super political on it. But Montreal is on ceded land. Yep. So, uh, Sarah's just going to be... And we did. We confirmed it while we were watching that. Uh, Isanabi is 2 o'clock opening up on the mountain stage. So, Sarah's going to be there early. I'm going to be fucking standing there. Just crying. By myself. Sarah's going to be singing and crying. With, like, three other people. I don't give a fuck. I'm so excited. (laughs) Keith's going to have to take the camera. I'm going into the other line and i'm going in and i'm fucking seeing him and there's no one stopping me all right i feel that if you show up at two o'clock i don't think the lineups are gonna be too much of a problem listen <laughs> you never know keith sometimes the lines are really long because everyone wants to go see ace and now all right sure sorry you bought a scooter for this purpose you can i did i go. literally bought a scooter so i can make sure that i can get there on time <laughs> Because <laughs> uh, uh, my other one got stolen. So if you've seen a scooter that has no battery or front wheel, um, I also let me know. remembered a another a weird, not necessarily a sleeper pick, but a good time pick that I was thinking of when I was uh, when when I opted to put Dom Dollar to have a party pick. Yeah. Also early on Sunday, I just saw the schedule. It reminded me of a uh, someone that I thought about was Nostalgics. Yeah. So Nostalgics is just literally just like nonsense party vibes. Like, it's, uh, she's just like a psychopath who kind of has, what's, how, why am I blanking on the name of that other band? Uh The, I can't remember it. Anyway, yeah, just weird nonsense, 90s, 2000s, party, city, town stuff. Three o'clock also. So that was, she was another one of my like short list. I was like, nostalgic. Store. Looks Wha- like we're going to go see them too. <laughs> since we'll be there. <laughs> exactly. Since we're going to be there early. If you want to kick it up, if you're there early, oh, nostalgic is a good. Step. I had another one that I wanted to just give, give a, a shout, shout out, out to because you didn't say it because you did say Japanese breakfast, which I thought you were actually going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked, I really like Tinkerlink liquor. Tin liquor. Tin liquor. Wow. Reading is hard. I told you I don't read guys. Um, and then there's TDJ. Mm hmm. Yeah, I like that. That was a vibe. Haiku hands. Of nostalgics, a lot of... Oh, the driver era? Yes. I also really like them. I already said the driver era. As oh, well. I they didn't were, hear They you. were on my short I, list I was also. half listening. Okay, thanks. Wow. Hope you listen to this podcast more than Sarah does. Yeah. Guys. Do that. Uh, we got to walk our dog. Uh, we'll see you at Oshiaga. If you see Sarah, come say hi and she'll take your photo with you and your friends. And then you'll get nice photos of you and your friends, maybe. Can we tell them our secret? What secret? About like the group? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what Sarah wants to say. <laughs> no, I don't want to say. Okay. No, exactly. We're not gonna tell you. You guys just gotta find. Just find us. Uh, but yeah. If so you don't know what we look like, <laughs> too bad. Too bad. <laughs> we look like normal. <laughs> I mean, if you look, if you're, if we you're, look like every other white person there. If we're on. <laughs> not normal. If you're on. Spotify, and you look at the show image for the show. No, our, our Spotify image is, like, out of control, no? 
No, it's you. Oh. It's you wearing an Oshiaga hat and sunglasses. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's Sarah. That's my my wife. My wife. My wife. See you at Oshiaga, everybody. But yeah. Bye. See you, see you guys. Love you. Can't wait to not hug you because I don't touch. But no. anyway. Yeah, exactly. If you see Sarah, just be like, photo me, please. Yeah, photo me. Don't touch me. And yes. I'll be like, yes. All right. That was weird. I'm sorry. I yeah. made it awkward. Yeah, don't. Just stop it. Make it stop, I Keith. hope you listen to this podcast and stop <laughs> listening to it for this moment. If you were like, okay, I got it. Itsunabi is the last bye. one. And Zelda's <laughs> freaking out. This is the whole show. Here. No, don't get her. Oh, my God. Sarah's swinging the microphone at Zelda, who's now trying to eat it. <laughs> I have to wash that now, Sarah. Thanks I for hope, that. Yeah, you always have to. I hope you have already edited all of this out. Nope. This is, this is how the show ends. <laughs> Two hours. Uh, and if you... Oh, but uh, but we will usually... We'll do on mon- Monday following Oshiaga, we will record our little come down special where we do a little 20, 30-minute debrief of what we really enjoyed and what we ended up actually seeing. Maybe this time I won't get hand, foot, and mouth disease. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bye. Hey there. Thanks for listening. Obviously, if you enjoyed the show, uh, tell your friends about it. Talk to us. You can, wherever you saw the show, feel free to engage with us. We're both very friendly. I uh, promise you. Uh, just to let you know that all audio clips are copyrighted to their respective owners and used solely with the intention of promoting Oshiaga. Uh, the intro song that we use, or intro and or outro song, is uh, Paradise Engineering uh, instrumental version by Yacht and is licensed under a attribution non-commercial share like 3.0 United States license. Um, just so you know, if you do enjoy the show and like our vibe uh we do run a website called 9to5.cc where we have a bunch of other podcasts on the show we have go plug yourself where we talk to interesting montrealers and we have 90s which is more of a pop culture show so if that either of those two things seem like your vibe uh go check out 9to5.cc um otherwise can't wait to see you at oshiaga bye 9to5.cc podcast blogs and comics made in montreal since 2011